Good morning, good evening, good whatever time of the day you are joining us. Welcome back to Hate to Burst Your Bubble. My name is Zach. With me is my co-host and my man crush Valentine, Vinny. What's new? What's up, baby, baby? How are you? Um, yeah, man, Valentine's Day was uh, yesterday uh, as we're kind of recording our part and getting this out for the listeners soon. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a pretty special day for me. I had my uh, first Valentine in a couple of years, so uh, that wasn't Zach. I know it's it's kind of sad that I cheated on him, but yeah, uh, me and uh, me and the little guy here, we got some we got some big news. Both recently uh, taken off the market by two lucky ladies. Yeah. Other than that, though, uh, from from last time, things have just been really good. You know, been been working a bunch and uh, getting ready for golf season coming up summer, and uh, I think not too much has changed. Really, just been riding high and you know got a got a girlfriend. So things are things are on the upswing here. Yeah, I'm going to hop on that boat as well. I'm a little bit burned out, but I'm working on it. I have a few days off coming up. I got the last day of the month off, hockey tournament. I got the following Friday off because I have a 10-page paper due for class. But as Vinny said, I am also off the market. But I spent Friday evening with my, uh, my lucky Valentine, if you will. So that's been really positive whole whole nother layer into my into my schedule it's been a few years but i'm excited they're color coded huh color cut my schedules that's how it really it really helps me keep track of everything works purple personal life's orange doctor's appointments are blue finally color coding only took you five years i've actually started finally using like the calendar on my phone um that really well i started using it when i started at apple um, because like we have like we can export our work schedules right into iCal. It's like I always have my work schedule in there, but then I recently just started like adding other stuff into there. So now I just have like I'm just basically like a unit and I'm my own personal assistant. It's kind of cool. Right. Don't even need one when we get older. No, not really. Why would I why would I pay somebody for a job that I can do myself? Right. We can do this shit. Your suit yet, bud? No, I I had to email them because I my suit has not come in. I'm kinda Kind of pissed a little bit. I showed I showed uh, my lucky lady. I'm not going to drop her name. We'll uh we'll maybe we'll maybe give that info later at a at a later date. But um, I showed her my uh my jacket and everything last night, and you know I just wanted to get her opinion to make sure I didn't look too fat in it. She said I looked fine. <clears throat> fine. <clears throat> yeah, just water fine. Without, mm. Water without the wrong pipe there. <laughs> um, just fine. So yeah, no, she said I look good, and she was like, maybe one day you can wear that when we go to dinner. And I was like, if you're lucky enough, you'll see. Right. We have to break it out together first. We can't just break it out with them. Yeah. Naturally. They got to wait. They got to wait in line. Well, I guess, I guess we got to go to two dinners then because I have a gray and a blue one I need to break out with you. True. True. I got a burgundy one somewhere lost in the mail, probably in China. So, uh, but But, besides that, uh, I don't really really got much else. We could just, I mean, it's not, uh, it's not the extended break that we had over, over Christmas and new Year's. So I think, um, yeah, not much. I don't think much really changes for us in our day to day other than, I mean, I might have something down the line um, that I'm working on that might pop up, but like really my day to day life is kind of boring. I just wake up, go to work and go to the gym. Yeah, I might, I might have, I might have some big, big spending coming up, but that's very, uh, very early in the process of what, what I'm looking into right now. But you want to uh if you want to introduce our guest 
in a minute. We'll yeah. go there. But before we do that, we, I know we have been, we told you guys we were going to be posting more on our social media. We are working on that. We have to figure out one, one last hurdle and then we'll have videos coming out. You'll be able to see our ugly faces and you can share it with all your friends. Live and, and in like, person. If you like what we're talking about, feel free to share a link or share a podcast with anyone. We, we're trying to, uh, trying to expand the horizons here, if you will. That is true. That is very true. Um, yeah, definitely always. Uh, and, you know, as always, you know, we talk on this at the end, but, you know, feel free to always shoot us stuff that you want us to talk about or you know, whatnot. Zach and I have a lot of experience, you know, kind of just in life in general between the two of us. So I'm sure, you know, there's something we can do or I'm sure we know somebody that we can have that we'd come in and, you know, be able to talk about that. So feel always feel free to shoot us topics or, you know, stuff that interests you that you want us to talk about. Um, but yeah, definitely uh, keep the, keep the social media alive and, you know, spread our, spread our stuff. It's all you. So um, yeah, I mean, I think we have a, we have a very special guest this week. Um, you know, he's been someone uh, it's been very close to me for God, would we talk? I think 20 some years now it's been, it's been a long time. I had the, you know, the fateful day of meeting him in the fifth grade at uh, Bishop Leonard and here and, um, ever since then, you know, we kind of been best friends. I still remember like the first, uh, first words I said to him is God, you picked the absolute worst day to come to this school. Uh, it was a Wednesday and we had to wear ties cause we went to church every Wednesday. So that's, that's where my Catholic schooling was at that point. But, um, yeah, it's my good friend, Nate Dawson. Uh, he's, you know, he's had a hell of a life and he's only 28. So, um, I'm, I'm glad you guys will, uh, get to hear some of his experiences and some of his story and, you know, his perspective inside of things. And, you know, kind of, I think we honestly, um, I think we go into like his entire almost life story here. Mm -hmm. So without further ado, we'll send it over to Nate Dawson. And this week on Hate to Burst Your Pod, we'd like to welcome a very special guest, my good friend for almost two decades now, Nate Dawson. Hello. Thank you guys for having me. Pleasure. Is this your, uh, is this your podcast debut? This is my definitely my podcast debut. Back to back weeks breaking just popping cherries on podcasts. Vinny, known you for years now since we were ten. Zach's a new friend. I think we met know, a year ago. Yeah, a year ago ish, roughly. That dude, Rona's made everything just feel so like yeah, just yeah. so long. And like it's hard to believe it's almost been a year, but. I think it's uh you know it's it's kind of i guess kind of getting a little little normal now but kind of sucks that it's the new normal definitely wears on you wears you down that's right that's right so god damn it i don't know words Zach, wow, I'm, uh, just blown away here dude, you bring you bring <laughs> you bring your friend of 20 years on here and you <laughs> just dude, lose I, words. I sometimes i sometimes don't know words nate no. you're just you're just making them real anxious yeah yeah well you tend to have that effect on people Oh, no, no. <laughs> Just Vinny. <laughs> yeah, no. So, um, yeah, no. So I, I think, Nate, um, you know, one of the things I think we wanted to talk about kind of, you know, like I obviously know your story pretty well, um, you know, being your friend since, you know, fifth grade and you kind of being the big brother that, you know, I always looked up to because you're always like you're real solid at sports and just just a cool dude overall and always chill but you know i think just kind of maybe give the listeners like a little background to your story maybe you know kind of start at like high school or whatnot and you know kind of just give us a you know a little rundown seeing that we're coming up on our 10-year high school reunion soon kid yeah yeah we're fucking old 2011 
I guess uh, this would be 10 years in May. Holy shit. I'm a little bit older than Vinny. Maybe uh, two months. Two months and two days. Still yep, a bit two though. months older. I don't know. I'll touch on the before high school briefly. Because that kind of ties into everything. Um, me and Vinny met when... Uh, fit when I was in fifth grade, I guess I I moved back to uh, Pittsburgh. I was born in I think Brookline. Me, we we bounced around a lot. My dad was he was an iron worker and a partier, and we kind of bounced around a lot. We moved to Florida when I was maybe two or three, and then we came back when I was nine, and that's when. I uh, I started playing football in Southside, and I met a couple of my buddies, and they were all playing basketball. Everybody was getting into basketball. I was just getting into sports. Like, I fell in love with sports. Uh, Never really wanted to be home. I just wanted to either play basketball or football all day, baseball, hockey. I've I've done them all. That was kind of my first uh, outlet, maybe void filler a little bit. A couple of kids that I played football with were going to this Catholic school in Mount Oliver, and uh, I went there to kind of play basketball with these guys, and there is when I ended up meeting Vinny. Vinny lived like two streets over from me. We could walk through these two alleyways and basically be there. Uh, Me and Vinny hit it off. Uh, we've been real close ever since his mother I consider my mother uh, you know his family kind of adopted me when my dad was struggling and expect after my mother passed away Vinny's mother really stepped in and kind of filled that hole for me and you know I, she never never even thought twice about it she welcomed me to the family fed me um, I there would be times I would go over there for two years and like, I just wouldn't go home for two years, you know, maybe to grab some clothes or something. But yeah, I would just, I would be over there all the time. We played sports together. Vinny didn't play football. Vinny never played football. Yeah, my mom never let me. Yeah, she mom, thought it was too dangerous. Mom, mom wouldn't let him even. Well, you are a little on the smaller end. I think it was, it was, she was worried that he was going to get hurt, you know, but she liked that we all played basketball together, and I was a stud on the team naturally. Yeah, Vinny, Vinny was the glue that uh, I ate, got... the, ate the Cheetos at the end. Of, <laughs> I ate the Cheetos at the end of the bench during the game. I didn't play, <laughs> not even on like eighth grade night. Like, nope, sat there on the bench, fresh towel guy. Yeah, so I'd always be over there playing video games. I also met our other Dan is our other roommate. He also went to Bishop Leonard, and I met him there also, and we were kind of all attached at the hip you knew him from there. uh you knew him from the saber days though, yes right? dan played on the football team we were all we were all living in Southside, actually and uh we you know went everywhere together did everything and hung out played video games and played sports and that was it that was normality for me for a while oh, we got you to play hockey that one season you're a pretty good goalie yeah we i'd never played hockey before but i always was interested in it and uh one time in the backyard, we we had this, like, cement platform kind of – and Vinny, Vinny got a hose in the middle of winter, and we turned the back porch into a hockey rink. Like, we literally froze it. And, like, the, we, we were playing hockey out there, like, one-on-one hockey with the goalie, and 
we, we kind of just did whatever we want back then. Like, mom really, like, she gave a fuck, but we could basically, you know, run around there like maniacs and kind of do whatever we want. And maybe we weren't bad kids. We just kind of, yeah. yeah, we just like to fuck around. And we got it. We got our schoolwork done. We, you know, didn't didn't cause you know too much too much uh, trouble and damage and yeah, just kind of had real. Had, had we had we had loose reins, you know, like we weren't we weren't little shits, but you know we were respectful, but we also you know got got to kind of you know have a lot of freedom too. So it was it was a nice childhood growing up. So yeah, that was it, man. Sports, 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 and video games is that's all I cared about back then. And then uh, as I got older, girls got added to that, and then can't relate. Weed and alcohol kind of started to become more uh of a necessity for me i guess like i would just all uh vinny's brother would was like eight years older than us i think ish and uh i would go up there like i started smoking weed when i was like 13 maybe you know and i i immediately knew i liked it a little too much it would only be every once in a while, though, because, like, he he really didn't like hanging out with us because we were 13. <laughs> he was, like, 19 or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, But every once in a while, like, he would drink and, like, let me hit the blunt or whatever. And I used to look forward to that. So, anyways, fast forward a few years to high school. I uh, went to Baldwin High School. We bounced around a lot in the meantime. Like, I've lived in... Arlington, Mount Oliver, Munhall, Carrick, Homestead, South, like three different places in Southside, couple in Baldwin, obviously a couple in Florida. I'm talking about that earlier. But uh, we moved out of the city. I got in trouble in eighth grade and uh, I had to move schools. My dad wanted me to play like a higher level of football than the city league. No, no offense to anyone. That plays in the city league, but when I was in high school, you wanted to be playing quad A football. I think there's like seven, six A's six now. A now. Like yeah. six A, yeah. Yeah, but like when I was in high school, four was the cap for PA. I was I almost went to Thomas Jefferson High School, but kind of I let this basketball coach from Baldwin kind of brainwash me. Like I basketball wasn't even my go to sport. It kind of just I stayed in shape by playing basketball for football season, you know what I mean? I let this coach talk me in to go into Baldwin. Like, he he convinced me I was going to play a lot and there would be more opportunities there for college and da-da-da-da. And he kind of, like, recruited me, you know what I mean? And that, I'm pretty sure that's illegal. Yeah. There wasn't there wasn't any money in a brown bag left, but he was definitely, yeah, but he he was, definitely recruited. Yeah. And I was, like, an eighth grader, so I was real impressionable. And I went, and uh, I ended up. I made varsity. First of all, this guy promised me the world, and I didn't even see a lick of varsity basketball playing time until I was a junior. And then I started my senior year finally, but he just dicked me around my whole basketball career. Football, though, I made varsity as a freshman, and I excelled. And like I, I was starting since I was a sophomore. I don't know. I was I was always real good at football. We sucked. But I I played well. I made all conference a couple times. I had a lot of offers. Like I never had no offer for like Pitt or Alabama, obviously. But Real like time. I think my best offer was from RMU. Probably I had 
like I could have went to any D two or D three school I wanted to. And this was like as a as a junior, you know what I mean? That the offers were coming in. Anyways, I tore my ACL. I was never the same after that in a multitude of ways. I I wasn't quick enough. I wasn't fast anymore. I got depressed. I was also I was now addicted to pain pills. Also, small side note. Uh, a tiny side note. Yeah, and but it wasn't like consuming me though. Like I I took them as prescribed, but like I was 17 years old. Like I didn't I didn't know like if I ran out of these pills, I didn't know who to like call to get more. You know what I mean? Like I didn't know any drug dealers. So I finished up high school you know and like i just every once in a while like these pills would you know make their way around or whatever and i did them eventually i started snorting the pills because somebody told me you know hey if you uh if you you know snort these it'll hit you like way different it'll last longer like da 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 so i did that for a while eventually like i at one point i was like sniffing pills in the bathroom going down to football practice and just had everybody fooled you know what i mean like nobody i had this like secret like i'm a drug addict like i'm a, I'm a drug addict but i i'm still like keeping up appearances and it didn't like take over my life yet i kept my grades pretty decent like i could have went like a lot of my scholarships though turned into oh we'll give you partial money you know what i mean like we'll give you half a skull because they were worried about my knee and uh i just got real depressed man i i decided i wasn't even gonna play sports anymore i was just gonna go party so i got accepted into a lot of schools but i decided to go to west virginia in morgantown uh it was like the biggest party school in america at that probably, point probably the probably the best idea for your current situation yeah, and well i just said fuck it i'm gonna run away so we went down to morgantown i was like I took a semester off. I think by the time I got there, I was 19. I swear to you, I went to seven classes. Like, I, I went to this psychology class because... Love psychology. Yeah, I, like, it was close to where I was living. The rest of them, like, you had to get on a tram car, and, like, it was just, like, this whole process to get to class. But I went to psychology. Like, I had an A in psychology for a while, but I literally didn't go to any of the other classes. I just said, fuck it. I was just I was drinking so much down there. Started experimenting with other drugs. You'd be like, shockingly enough, there's a lot of drugs in Morgantown, West Virginia, and a lot of party, a lot of partying. And so I fit right in there. My addictions just started snowballing at that point. This whole time, even through high school, I'm drinking and smoking weed. But the the knee operation and the pills that came after that changed my life. Like once I once I ate that first pain pill, I, it took my whole soul away. Like to this day, there's no clothing. And like, I try to fill it, these voids with different shit now, like healthier stuff. Uh, to this day, there's no feeling that has just consumed me like that. No, no woman, no relationship, no money, no fucking gold chain, no pair of shoes, no song nothing like there's just been nothing that has grabbed my whole entire soul and my life and just essentially made me a slave to it yeah so lucas dude running a marathon will probably do that for you but i've heard yeah he talks about runner's high that's about all he talks about and like i get that sometimes when i'm at the gym and everything but i there's no feeling to me that compares <laughs> with the 
opiates were like my yeah i mean i've done every drug there is but the one i needed was opiates heroin i've i've done it all i've i've uh there's no drug i haven't tried except like pcp i've done them all shoot that on your heart (laughs) (laughs) so like you talk like so the the turning point it seems like you know if 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 i heard you correct like was kind of like after your knee injury um you kind of started to get in some of your like were your scholarship offers before that were they full rides yeah i had a i had a like a drawer full of full rides to like d3 school like Again, nothing crazy. Yeah. Like, but you could have played ball for free and got yeah, an education. Yeah, West Virginia Wesleyan, Clarion, a ton of schools. I just, you know, I was done, man. I. So would you say like your turning point, like kind of, I you know I don't like to say the word like downhill, but like mm-hmm. was kind of after that knee injury, you started to get depressed. You know, you didn't want to play sports anymore. It was definitely downhill, and I've accepted that. And yeah. ever since then, I've been digging myself out of there but yeah the knee injury man uh i said i would never touch an opiate because of what it did to my mother my mother passed away from opiate addiction and i always said you know like and my dad is his thing is like crack cocaine so i always was like all right i'm gonna drink and smoke weed but i won't do the hard stuff that was always my thing i'll never do the hard stuff never do the hard stuff and then even going into the surgery I was like, I'm, I'm not going to need the pills. I came out of the surgery. I was crying. Like when I tore my ACL, it didn't even hurt. But when I came out of this surgery, I, I needed it, man. And like took them pills and I fell in love with that feeling, you know, but I always thought, you know, drinking and smoking weed was normal, but yeah, that was kind of the point where it started to snowball at that point. Like yeah. that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, that was like, that was like the downturn. So mm-hmm. I know, I think what we said like the other day, you're, you're kind of coming up on like 16 months here. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, this is, you know, you've kind of, and I, I don't know if I'm using like the correct verbiage, but I know like you've been in recovery for a while, this stint, there've been a couple slip-ups you had, like you had, you know, your wisdom teeth removed and you had painkillers there and you had, you know, kind of a little yeah. slip up and that was before this. What was your, your most recent like motivation? Cause I know like, even like before you had your wisdom teeth out, I think you almost had like a year clean there too. Well, well partially clean. Um, but like, what was kind of like your real like motivation, I guess, to get off of opiates to like, you know, start bettering yourself. Cause there were some times when, you know, like, you know, we've known each other for 20 years. There was, you know, like a four or five year period there where you were living in Florida some, you were living here some, but mm-hmm. you just weren't doing well. And I, you know, I, I'll tell you, like, I always hated seeing you like that, but like, yeah. what was, and, and like the end of the day, like with anybody that's addicted to anything, they have to want to get better. Yeah. So like, what was your internal, I like, you just wake up one day, like, I need to stop this. Or like, did you kind of, you know, just like catch yourself in the mirror one day and you're just like, I just, what am I? Or, well, no one wants to, at least me, I'll, I'll speak for myself. Yeah. I never wanted to be this like scum of the earth, dope fiend, like junkie, like no one wants to be a junkie. Right. Yeah. And, but like, the, the these chemicals took a hold of me and made me a person that I'm not. Yeah. And like my close friends and my family, like, you know who I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you never held my past against me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because you've seen the real me, like, you, yeah. you know what I mean? We grew up together, 
But um, I ran away to Florida a couple of times. I thought, you know, the geographical change could help me. Uh, shockingly enough, there's drugs in Florida, you know. <laughs> <laughs> can't just can't escape yeah. them down there. Definitely can't escape them down there. Yeah. And uh, you say there's more drugs in Florida than Morgantown. I mean, um, I know it's a state to a city, but I feel like Florida is just a real hotbed sometimes for a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a lot going on in Florida. I mean, I going down there, I, that was just a joke. I didn't really think yeah. there was no drugs in Florida. I just thought, you know, maybe I could change my environment. You know, it didn't work, man. I take me with me wherever I go. I've tried a lot of rehabs and detoxes. I've been to jail a couple of times, stuff I'm not proud of. I would always come out and try to like outsmart this addiction. You know what I mean? And it's just not possible. Like I tried to you know, you successfully, I justified, I told myself, oh, well, if I can just stop doing pills and opiates and shit and coke, if I can just stop doing all that, I'll be fine. I can drink, I can smoke a joint and I'll be fine. But that's just all uh, substitution. Substitution doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for most people, but my mind is programmed that these substances are going to you know, make me feel better or fill these void. I talk about the filling void stuff all the time because uh, you get some time clean and sober under your belt and you realize that it's never even been about the drug or the alcohol. It's it's me. Like, I'm I'm an addict. Like, I get, I'll get addicted to sports gambling, the gym, you know what I mean? That's a healthy one, but the video games, whatever, like a show. I hear a song I like, I'll... I will play that song while I'm working out and shit. I will play that song till I hate it. Like through, I, through I can confirm that. You know what I mean? I like it's just, yeah. it's just, I'm a, I'm an addict. It's yeah. like, and then so you start to realize these things. The difference is that though. Well, first of all, you have to want to be clean for yourself. Yeah. I've done everything. Like I've tried all the other ways. I've tried getting clean for my dad's sake for my family's sake, friends' sake, ex-girlfriends, whatever the case may be. Um, yeah. I finally just had enough. And that that's what happens to people. Um, it's not always you hit a bottom and da-da-da. Because yeah. I've hit bottoms and continued to abuse drugs. Like, you know what I mean? That wasn't enough. You definitely got higher than the peak. <laughs> but that was the difference, you know. Just finally accepting. Acceptance was the difference. I can't take anything. Yeah. Cause if I if I crack a beer tonight, yeah. I'm fucking I'm not worried about the beer. I'm worried about what I do three days later. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I've accepted I can't take anything. Cause and then life's gotten better, man. Shockingly enough, you know you, you uh like I said, I'm really not I'm not working on staying off drugs right now. I'm working on being a better person. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I can't get any cleaner than I am right now. That's right. So at this point, it's like recovery. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. How do I become a better person? I go to, you know, I have programs that help me with this. I try to help people like me. And you know what I mean? Just I, I work a program. I don't really want to say what it is. I'm, I'm, I'm not supposed to, but I I, I work a vigilant program you know i stay on top of this i go to the meetings and i get with people that have been doing this a long time predecessors if you will 
people that came before me show me how to do this stuff. I write a lot, journaling and stuff, and and I try to help people that are that are just coming in. You know what I mean? Uh, they got me right now doing. Well, COVID kind of put a wrench in this. We're gonna get get back started soon, but uh, thanks, COVID. They got me working with adolescents. You know, like sixteen, fifteen year olds that are struggling with drugs or alcohol and they're in rehab or whatever and they can't really relate to a guy that's older or whatever coming in there and uh i'm like i'm younger uh like in these programs and stuff that i go to i'm one of the younger guys you know most 28 year olds that struggle with this stuff are still out there struggling with it you know what i mean yeah uh they don't kind of hit that phase where you know kind of it's just you're like you said the acceptance of you just can't do anything yeah yeah that's a lot of people die because of that man i i'm i'm grateful that i kind of am at where i'm at at this age and not a lot of people don't get this until they're 40 mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah like look at my dad my dad's 64 years old and he's he's got like a year clean yeah you know what i mean imagine like imagine me struggling with this for another 40 years and then <laughs> getting it you know what i yeah. mean i don't, I don't want to be there you yeah. know what i mean yeah. so i do my my step work that i'm supposed to do i go to my meetings i call people that are like me yeah. uh we check in with each other and like this isn't stuff i want to fucking award for you know what i mean yeah. like i haven't done drugs in 16 months you're not supposed to do drugs ever yeah you know what i mean yeah. like i don't you can ask Vinny. I don't talk about this stuff. You know, it's for me. It's self-help. I'm not, I don't go to people bragging about, like, because, I mean, a normal person from the outside is like, so what, dude? Like, you used to do drugs. Now you don't. Big fucking deal. But uh, it is what it is. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not proud of my past. It, it holds me back in a lot of stuff, man. I would have went to the military already if it wasn't for. You got some, you got some union tests coming up soon right yeah yeah right now i'm we got to help him with the math part we do i've been doing construction basically my ever since high school just like roofing concrete whatever right now i'm i have a job at the gym at the front desk part-time and then i've been doing part-time uh like home remodeling and stuff face and, that uh, face that run the runs a place <laughs> yeah but the guys i've been doing this construction stuff with they want to get me in the union and uh we'll take a test here next month and see we'll see what's in store you know be nice to get into something like that you know from there who knows but that's just where i'm at right now keep on this path i'm happy with where i'm at you know i I have bad days yesterday i had a bad day but i'm learning how to feel feelings you know what i mean like my, my whole life i just numb myself in one way or another, you know what I mean? With even before drugs, I, instead of feeling stuff, let's go, let's go play basketball till two in the morning. You know what I mean? And that's it. You know, you know, looking for more meaningful, healthy stuff to fill these voids with today. And you talked about sports. If you had to pick one sport to play, what would you? What sport would you be playing? Honestly, if I could go back and just focus on one sport, I would have did baseball. He was, he was a rock solid pitcher. There's so much more opportunity in baseball than in the other sports. Like with the draft, like there's like 20 rounds of yeah. 
Yeah, 20, 20 rounds, dude. There's like there's three minor league farm systems, the major leagues. Yeah. Each like, roster's like seventy thousand people. And those guys are getting paid to play baseball. Yeah. I mean the pirates are pulling dudes off the street these days. Say, you could probably do like a, <laughs> they do like a, a Vince Papali type thing. You might be able to crack like the open, like the opening day roster. That'd be sick. Oh, I'm not saying I would have just yeet one into the center field bleachers where my season tickets are. Thanks for coming. How are you? <laughs> I'm not saying I would have been like a professional or anything, but like, if, first of all, I would have never played basketball. I would have just focused on football and baseball and then seeing where it would take me. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Like, I love football is my favorite sport to like watch right yeah. now. Play fantasy football. I know all the players. Like, I know players that aren't even in the game you know what i mean like i'll i have useless football knowledge because like you see a guy that's like oh he's on the bills now let's wikipedia him and you get stuck in a rabbit hole of wikipedia and random football players that could care less if you're alive or not (laughs) you know (laughs) just useless sports knowledge zach you know there's also uh an alternate universe where you uh you could have possibly known Dawson a lot, uh, a lot earlier. He was he was supposed to go to Central when we were in eighth grade. So you, if if things if things played out properly, you might have you might have knew Dawson for about ten years now. Did almost go to Central, but also Worldwide, Zach lives right around the corner from a call a sack away. Someone say yeah, right around the corner from a kid I went to high school with. I'm sure we terrorized your house at one point. Well, I, I was a little asshole in high school. I'd throw eggs at people's houses. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of kids did that, but like... Don't tell John. <laughs> we didn't ever bump into each other because I was always over at that kid's house. Dawson then getting no peppermint bark from Johnny D. Zero. Oh, the peppermint bark. That was good. So good. Love that peppermint bark. <laughs> For how often you were around Baldwin and Baldwin in general, I'm surprised I didn't run into you earlier than yeah, yeah. a year ago. Especially because I've been friends with that dork over there for 10 years. So Yeah. All right. I mean, I don't think I deserve that. But... <laughs> a little harsh there. <laughs> so you, you mentioned that you went to WVU. You took seven classes, but you really only took one, which was psych. Do you, is there any regret for not finishing school or do you just think school wasn't for you? First of all, let me correct you here real quick. I didn't take seven classes. I went to seven total classes <laughs> while, while at West Virginia. They were all psych classes, though. They were all, I went to seven psych classes. I had an A. Just let the record show I had an A in psychology. And uh, But it's weird because if you get four or five other f's mm-hmm. and it doesn't average out well <laughs> four f's one a figure it out you're the yeah. math guy like really i shouldn't there be like uh they just give me my psych degree my, monday monday wednesday friday he did that twice <laughs> plus a monday yeah. three, three weeks worth of classes uh but to answer your question yeah man uh i was studying physical education and sports management i believe I long-term goal would have been like to be a gym teacher and then possibly like an athletic director at a high school. Like that would have been my dream job. It sounds corny, but like, I would have loved to be a gym teacher. That's what I was going for. Yeah. I I definitely regret not finishing everything, but at times I I don't because like I, I see so many people, so many of my friends 
with all this debt and student loans and then they have this degree and they can't do nothing with their degree and I just see that all the time you know what I mean and I I don't know how it would have unfolded but I definitely regret it but you know I, I try to not beat myself up about it too much uh it is what it is man I, like I said uh past is the past I can't I can't go back and ch- change it and it's it's a part of me but I'm I'm getting better at not uh beating myself over it shaped me you know like uh, it is what it is man and that's all I can do now is move forward and work with what I do have I got some options you know and that's it man I mean it and also who's to say i can't go back and like finish school you know what i mean i'd yeah, be like me i'm uh not young but i i've seen like 40 year old women go to back to college and finish their degree up and you know start their own journeys and nothing's out of reach for me as long as i stay on the right path i'm the only thing that can self-destruct there's a lot of possibilities out there if i just keep keep doing the next right thing you know one day at a time, right? Yeah, one day at a time. Uh, all the cliches and stuff, I hate them, but they work. One day at a time, and time takes time. And well, that was a good one. I like that. Yeah, I've actually never heard that one before. I've never heard that. Like yeah. I always say, Rome wasn't built in a day. That's that's my that's my go to. Yeah, but time takes time. That's fuck. Yeah, there's I'm sorry, using that. There's a lot of them, and that came out of one of those psych classes he attended yeah <laughs> wbu prob no the i remember the that two week span we were learning about like flight or flight and like different dopamine and i don't know some other stuff as you can see i only went i only went to <laughs> <laughs> that's all i got for you yeah, yeah i don't know honestly the way stuff's shaping out i don't know if there would even be a point to go back to school because that would be just like another five years and a bunch of debt when like or i could just start making solid money right now yeah Yeah. opportunity cost and obviously you know it'll be harder work end game in that is learning and starting your own business one day and then and then you have people work for you and like that's all long-term stuff but nothing's just gonna get handed to me you know i'm gonna have to go get it here I think you touched on also something that, you know, I kind of see a lot in your present day. Like when you were, when you were 18, you know, making that decision on what you wanted to major in in college and kind of what you thought or where you thought your life was going to go. You wanted to be a gym teacher and, you know, eventually like an athletic director, like work in that field. I I see that a lot today because, you know, you really do like helping people a lot. And I see like people that, you know, want to be gym teachers or athletic directors. Like you wanted to take like kids and like really help them and you know, that's kind of like you're doing it just in a different way today. Like you're not throwing dodgeballs at a kid in a gym. Yeah. Like you're you're helping that 15 year old, you know, get clean or, you know, stay clean or whatever it may be, yeah. you know, like maybe not even get into that life. So I think, you know, I think it's really cool that you're, you know, kind of doing something that you kind of thought you were going to be doing just in a different capacity. Yeah. That's- but part of that is I really like people for the most part, you know what I mean? Like I like conversating and picking people's brains and I've just always in high school I was kind of able to blend well with like like I didn't just hang out with the football players like I would hang out with kids in the band or like look like look if any <laughs> if this was like a if, talking about if, that, that if trophy the, you found yesterday it's that but I'm saying like if this was like one of the stereotypical like teen movies 
Me and Vinny wouldn't hang out. Yeah, dude, Nate's, you know Nate's I mean? a like, jock, dude. I'm the kid he showed I'm, de- I'm definitely, I'm definitely off the table then. But you know, I'm just saying, like, but I, I talk to people and try to learn from them, and you know, I, I like all people for the most part until they give me a reason to not. The helping people thing, I do like helping people. I'm gonna be fully honest. It's not just about like helping them though. I get something out of that too. You know what I mean? Like with, when I help some of these younger guys, you know, through their life stuff or like when my phone lights up and somebody needs help with something serious and I'm like, oh, I've been through this. That makes me feel good about myself. You know what I mean? So it's not like I'm just like some superhero. Like I get off on helping people. It helps me too. That's how it works. You know what I mean? You, you learn something and give it back. I'd say over the last year, we've gotten closer than I normally tend to get with people that I've only known for a year. I mean, we drive together, we go to the gym together, you lift me up on uh, dips together. (laughs) Uh, You just pick my ass up and carry me through those. But I would say one of the things that I noticed immediately or very soon after knowing you was your ability to kind of push through different situations, but you never, you never really change your want to get to know people and get to understanding. Like the first time we met, I think you that you you rifled off like four or five questions in the first ten minutes, and I was like, that's different because not a lot of people normally ask me a lot of questions, and I it's yeah. with me and like we talk and we text and we're going to the gym together and we're doing the three of us now are doing a bunch of shit together, and I just I think it's one of the I mean obviously there's stuff that I don't know yet and. I'm sure I will. And I mean, I don't imagine you exiting my life until one of us croaks. But time, time dude. Time takes well, time. You're you're uh, <laughs> time takes time. <laughs> you're interesting, Zach. I uh took a liking to you right away. You're a little hard on yourself sometimes, but I I envy you. Got your shit together and I look up to stuff like that, man. I don't I don't care that you're kind of dorky and lifting five nice, pounds. Uh, yeah, I don't care about that. I'm just kidding. You're not. Do- well, you are dorky. But no, I'm 100% I dorky. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't make fun. You're into the comic books, you know what I mean? Like, you're just a good dude, man. You're, uh, you want the, like, stable relationship. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're just a nice guy. Like, I, I look up to stuff like that, man. Yeah, I think I can learn a lot from you. I have. And you said at the gym, like, you, I, I can help you guys with the working out and stuff you guys help me with the the book smarts you know i know i'm not the fucking smartest kid in the room man but i will never uh like i i would never like hate on somebody because they're smarter than me that's an opportunity to learn you know what i mean you're just you're 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 one of the very few people that i've met over the the last two years that is always willing to learn and to like you never enter a situation or at least from what i can tell and is like I can't do this. Like you just look at it and you're like, I can do this. And if I don't know how to do it, I'm going to learn how to do it. And I think that that's something that as you progress in life and as you continue that I hope that you never lose sight of, or at least from my end of our friendship, like I'm going to do my damnedest to make sure that you don't, because it's something that is very, it's a very rare quality to have. It's not something that you can teach or learn in seven science classes. Like you're, like you have it and I want you to keep it because I think it's, very very important that you do yeah man i appreciate it well it's the same thing like same thing with like working out or everything i compare everything to that but like with the exercise or like the day you talked about the dips where like 
I didn't carry you through that. You you went to a point where you you were uh, maxed out, and instead of just you know you wanted to put it down, I helped you get through three more. You know what I mean? So right. it's the same thing with that man. It's ambition and never give up attitude. And believe me, I've had I could sit here for an hour and give you reasons why I should have gave up by now. But you know where is that going to get me? Not passing that math portion, I can tell you that. No, no, I want to get to a point where uh, at, at, at some point I came to realize, like, to appreciate the struggle. The time for blame and, oh, poor me is over. I can I can use all, all the stuff I've been through. I can flip it and use it as positive motivation and really, like, once you get to appreciate some of them dark moments, you know what I mean? Because without them, I can't grow. You know what I mean? So there's grow. Uh, what's the saying? Uh, you can't grow without pain. I really believe in all that. Like I talk to somebody that's been through some stuff and you, you can learn a lot from that. But I just want to get to a point where that, like there's a reason for everything that I've been through, you know, because I, I think there is. I have days where I doubt that and get down on myself. But there's an end to the there's a light at the end of the tunnel. You know what I mean? So and you got uh, you got more questions over there? Yeah, I think uh, I mean if you're if you're good with like the the quote unquote the serious the serious portion of the questions, uh, you know, I'm I'm good with moving into you know kind of our uh, our our two uh, staple questions here. Yeah, I'm ready for those staple questions. All right, boy. so this is this these are these are the curveballs that nobody ever really expects. Okay. Um, we ask them to every every guest we have on. So mine is. If you were any type of tree, which type of tree would you be and why? Is that it? That's the question? That's the question. So you got to really be an arborist here and really know your trees. He had to look that word up. Chill, dude. I know Arbor Day means tree day, so I just put an ist at the end and hope that it worked. I, don't, I, don't, I, I imagine arborist is a thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a tree specialist. I'm pretty good. Yeah, so I know a word. Smarter than I look. Fifth place marble trophy. Figure it out. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how they be. Dude, he he sent me a snap yesterday. He was rifling through my mom's basement and found my old marble trophy. Hey, dude, it, was, it was a fifth place participation. I didn't trophy. send you that. No, no. Uh, no. Yeah, I already destroyed it. It's gone. Damn it. Um, it's gone forever. The audacity of these people to put fifth place and <laughs> on, on a trophy. <laughs> dude, chill. That was that was the setback year. I had a fucking I had a busted up thumb. My you came my, in. Third one year, second. No, I came in second. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. dude, I threw the championship game because I don't want to play anymore. My thumb hurt. You threw the championship. <laughs> dude, Shane Ireland. Shane Ireland was not a better shooter than me, and that's that's a fact. We can get this to this day, but I don't know, Zach. Do you know Shane Ireland? He went to Central. He was a year ahead of yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, but... The name sounds familiar, but I don't you, think you I might have heard of him. Um, tree question. It's a tough one. I know. It really stumps you. Mainly because not a lot of people just know names of trees off the top of their head. There's some trees, oak, pine. Okay. Redwood. Palm. I'd be a palm tree, I think. They're just they are symbolic for me for just peace and serenity and stuff like that. Calm. Yeah. Okay. They're always in nice areas. Yeah. Not nice weather areas. Yeah, I was gonna say you don't see palm trees in Arlington. Yeah. (laughs) No, in Arlington, <laughs> definitely not. You do see Dollar Trees, though. <laughs> Boom. 
Um, kind of true to be, be a Dollar Tree. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, I'll be Palm. I'm going to take Palm Tree. All right. I All like right. fun fact like about trees. So I did some tree work in Florida, like uh, tree removal services and put them through the chipper and all that stuff. Apparently, that's the most dangerous job in America. Yeah, like, yeah, you get like because you just throw your th- you throw your tree you throw the branch in there and your arm gets caught, you're done. Yeah, that's what you through the fucking chipper. No, I, I never like I never like looked these stats up or anything, but the the owner of the company said on a, like on average, yeah. that's the most dangerous job. I can believe it. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. I could, I could see accountants being up there too. Dude. That shit's so boring. <laughs> oh, Shout out Raj. God damn it. The, CP, the CPA gig. That shit is so boring. Also, Val, sorry if you're listening to this. Also, also CPA. But good for her. Congrats. So I guess my the last question we have would be my question. But in ten year ten years from now, where are you and what are you doing? I think by that point I'd like to have some kind of my own business. You know, I don't know whether it'll be uh, like in the construction field or home remodeling, um, just to a point where it's mine. You know what I mean? I've already done all the work to get there. Now I'm kind of just quarterbacking. I'm, I'm sitting back and supervising, you know what I mean? Like it, I, I'm, I'm at this point, I'm not doing like backbreaking work yeah. anymore. I'd like to, have my own stuff. I also would like to maybe incorporate that with some kind of real estate venture, but that that also helps like people in recovery and stuff because uh, it is it is very profitable. Um, you'd like to help everyone. Like say you have a house with 12 people in it. I pray that we can help everyone. Uh, but that's not going to be the case, but at least try to help people. And then it's also a good business to be in financially as well. So maybe some ulterior motives there, but you know, that's, that's life. I'd I'd rather make money and at least try to help people than just like screw over everybody to get to the top. You know what I mean? In like the business world or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you want to do it with integrity and ethics, not just no yeah, ethics. Yeah, it, it'd be nice to have my own business, kind of do that on the side. Yeah, and just see where see where it takes me. I kind of want to say the wife and the kids by then, but I don't know if that's yeah. I don't know if that's in store for me. You know what I mean? I know I have a lot of doubts and ups and downs with that. Like you know, like when you're single, you you want someone to share stuff with. Yeah. And then when you have that, you just want to be single. At least for me, this is yeah. this, this is from my yeah. perspective. But I don't know. I don't think uh, wife and kids is uh, too unrealistic of a. Yeah. I just don't know if I I want these things yet. You yeah. Know? Well, I'm sure if it's if it's meant to be, it's it'll fall into place. And yeah, if not, I'm cool with myself, man. Yeah. Uh, that's about it. That's right. At ten years, I'd I'd be pretty solid. How do you feel about partners in, in that venture? Like, do you want to go at it alone or, so, you know, Zach and I have always, you know, we, we've been talking, you know, kind of doing real estate and yeah, yeah. You know, all the, all the shenanigans along with that. So, you know, I'm sure, you know, we'd always be glad to welcome in another partner. Yeah. Yeah. We've been talking. Makes, makes it a little bit easier for everybody. Yeah. And by another partner, we mean you. Right. <laughs> um, you would be third partner. 
Dawson, Dawson and Sons. <laughs> DDS. Yeah, that would be ideal, you know. Um, yeah. I uh, obviously have some work to do before I can be in a, you know, situation yeah. to do all that. But, you know, in, in a perfect world, uh, you guys could handle the, the fucking numbers and aspect of it. And, you know, I could be the construction guy and different pieces of the puzzle. We all bring something uh, of value to the friendship. Yeah. I think we have somewhat of common goals and different they might be, you know, different route we get there, but I think that we all want to be happy and comfortable and stable. And, you know, it's just different roads of how we got there, but we're getting there, you know? Yeah. Time takes time. Time takes time. Dude, I'm telling you, that's going to be that's literally my new favorite saying. <laughs> that's say, like, that's, that's going to be the title of this episode Time Takes Time. <laughs> that's, it does, I mean, man. Dude, that's, that's like, like the more you think about it, too, like the better it gets. Yeah, every day that ends in why. We were we were say I was sitting here and I'm like, what the hell am I gonna the hell am I gonna like title this? And then you said that and I'm like, that's what I'm gonna title it. But that's all I have. I I mean, for you to come on and share your story, I know it's a it's a hard story and you're not really looking for praise or anything of that nature. But to come on and share it, it's especially someone from a perspective of someone that works in healthcare. Like it's very commendable. Uh, the steps you've taken to get to where you are and I, even though I'm, I'm new to this whole shindig but I'm very very proud to have you as one of my one of my friends and I have a feeling you're going to eventually become a Vinny level type of human being in my life so I'm looking forward to the next uh, however many years I have left here well thanks man uh, I I appreciate it I I know from the uh, from the get-go you never judged me you never uh held anything against me and I, I have no problem being open about my life because if anybody's gonna hold that against me or like look at me different or stop talking to me because of the person I used to be then I don't really yeah. want nothing to do with you anyway you know what I mean not to be a dick but yeah I mean it was nice to be on here you guys are doing some pretty cool things hope you keep at it maybe uh Maybe you'll have some opportunities come of this. I don't know. Yeah, man, I wish you guys the best of luck, and thank you for having me on here. Thanks, Doss. Great guy. And we'd like to thank Nate for coming on. I know this is you know, this is a different form for him, um, you know, from what he's used to kind of talking to, and uh, this is his first podcast appearance. So, you know, we definitely, you know, we like to we like to have new people on here. We like to have people on that, you know, just kind of like talking about their life stories. So. Uh, Zach and I definitely want to send a big thank you to Nate Dawson and hopefully we'll have him back on and you know in a, in a couple months here yeah we'll have, we have a few guests coming that'll be that'll be coming back he's one Travis is one I feel like we got to have Johnny D again a legend dude I'd love to have that dude on all the time we got to have Brie back on Brie was hysterical I agree she, gotta and, get, she gotta drives get, the viewership up let's be real here they come for her right now they ain't coming for me and you that's a fact all right, all right, everybody. Well, cue it up. Cue it up for the audience. Well, all right, everybody. Uh, you know, welcome back here to the second edition of Vinny's Corner. Kind of, you know, kind of been thinking a lot. You know, as as we said in the intro, Zach and I got, you know, got girlfriends recently, and I think it's something that you know we were chasing for a little bit. And I think at this stage of our lives, where you know I had just finished school and Zach's finishing school in August. Correct. 
So I think I think it was kind of like, you know, not that we not that we both mutually agreed to to get girlfriends, but we mutually agreed to break up so we could get girlfriends. But <laughs> we're still together. Yeah, no, that's yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a very uh interesting relationship there. Yeah, I think it's it's been something that, you know, is definitely enhanced my life definitely kind of noticed myself smiling a lot more so that's you know that's a lot of it's a lot of fun and i think it brings me to something of you know just kind of talking about you know what a positive impact on your day-to-day life can have you know especially in times like you know we're in right now still with covid dragging on and it almost you know getting to a year of um when the world really like shut down which i think is coming up in you know about a month so i you know i think just you know like kind of having someone that makes you smile and makes you happy and I don't want to say gives you a reason to live because that's just really dark. But I mean, in like a mild sense, you know, like having somebody that, you know, gives you that reason to get out of bed and like you're excited to talk to them. You're excited to look at your phone when it vibrates. And, you know, it's it's just something that keeps you going through the dark times and gives you something to look forward to uh, when you're hanging out with them. I think that's you know, I think that's a wonderful thing. And, you know, to be able to share that with somebody during a pandemic, you know, I think it definitely helps a lot or you know a lot more. You know, so that's that's just a little something there that, you know, I think is, you know, kind of on my mind recently. But, you know, another th- is, you know, golf that's coming up soon here. Uh, that's that's a big part of my kind of like post college career, post, you know, hockey. Well, I still play the league hockey, but just kind of like, you know, it's something that really piqued my interest a couple of years ago. And yeah, it's like, you know, with with summer rolling or spring rolling around here, it's it's on the horizon and you know, new new golf clubs are arriving at my house on the daily and. Uh, my checkbook's not really liking it, but, you know, I'm just absolutely consumed by golf. It kind of reminds me of when I first started playing hockey, I just really couldn't get enough of it. And it's just a fun game and teaches you a lot about, you know, perseverance and trying new things and being willing to fail and just really overall great. And you're hanging out with, you know, three of your best buddies. If you go with a foursome and you're just kind of out there, no worries in the world, you know, no boss, nothing, maybe a rain cloud coming in, but you know, who knows? It's really just a great time. And yeah. So that's, you know, that's something that, you know, I'm kind of looking forward to as well. That was a bright spot of my summer last year when golf courses and PA started to reopen after, uh, after the lockdown. And, you know, we were able to kind of get out there and just really escape reality for a little bit, you know, which was, which was really nice. And I'm hoping Zach gets on the golf train here shortly and, you know, starts joining us. I know uh goat Johnny, the James wants him to get onto the golf course, but you know, we'll see, we'll see. It's a, uh, it's, it's a tough sport to pick up, but nonetheless, I am excited for, uh, golf season. And uh, I kind of talked this over with Zach. I think we're maybe potentially planning on using, um, you know, my corner slash the Instagram page is kind of like a, a golf course blog uh, type scenario, maybe even. And I think we discussed this, um, you know, going, going down the route of making a YouTube channel as well of doing like course vlogs and just kind of, you know, recording me being an average golfer playing with my buddies. And, you know, if Zach comes out, that would obviously be great. Cause then we'd have the two founding members. And the only two members of the Hate to Burst Your Pod on the golf course just really hacking it away and shooting 90s. So, you know, as always, if, if there's something that you would like to see or if there's a course you would like to see, you know, me play or whatnot, um, you know, definitely feel free to, you know, drop that into the Instagram comments. I'd, I'd like to give it a challenge and, you know, give you guys a, a nice course vlog out of it and you know, make you laugh in the process because I'm a funny guy. But that is all I have for Vinny's Corner. I think this is a, a better second corner than the first one. We'll see. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it back to Zach here. What do you think your time was, or what did it feel like to you? Oh, dude, that was like I felt like I was five. That was that felt good. Was it over five? No, you're Get under. The fuck out. Oh my god! Not by oh, much though. Really? Four, okay. Four thirty-eight. 
that's not bad. I honestly, I'm fine with that. Like, I think I want to top it out at five. I don't think I need five to ten. I think I want to top it at five. All right. I think that was unless awesome. it's like a real unless it's a real special edition. Right. And I have a and then I have a guest in the corner. Could you imagine? Start oh, wow. having a guest in the corner. Wow. Guest in the guest episode. Woo! Wait until we wait until we live record one from Jersey. It's gonna be sick. Oh, I cannot wait to do one of those. Have all have all the all the guys one thing. We'll just go just around. An absolute bro. Like, we're gonna need to get a microphone or two. I have one. I have a portable one that I bought already ahead of you. Dude, I gotta get that. Um, I gotta get that uh thing for my phone, like a camera mount. Oh yeah. Like, yeah I yeah. can start recording like uh the course vlogs. Tell you, I think, I think we should just walk around the golf course with a selfie stick. Basically, that that's essentially what it is. It's like a um. Fuck, I forget what it's called. It's oh, it's called an Osmo. Yeah, there. It's like a. It's a thing that like holds um. It like holds the it holds the phone, but it like stabilizes it as well. And then there's like a little joystick, so you can actually like move it. And there's like different modes. Like you can take like panoramic photos with it and stuff too. Pretty cool. Well, let's hope let's hope everyone stays around for that one. So yeah, we're talking like April uh, May. High tech we're bringing in. No, well, if not, I'll just shoot the vlogs for myself. Post them to post them to some type of YouTube channel. Maybe I'll start getting viewers out of that. They'll be like, "Wow, this guy sucks." Let's watch him golf. Go viral after after sight. <laughs> dude honestly you get like a hundred thousand youtube followers like that's all you need like you can quit your day job it's crazy well i'm on board to uh to do that sometimes that's, that's literally like all you need like because then like from there like you literally just like make t-shirts and people are so invested in you that they're just buying them like you're like once you have like that following like it's literally just a license to print money like you just come out with products you're like hey i got golf balls with my logo on them people are buying them I might know a guy that that is uh in the t-shirt business, if you will. He's an is average looking guy. Yeah, average looking guy. Hey, you're anything but average. Hey, thanks. Do you have anything else before we uh, wrap it up here? I think I'm good. I think uh yeah no I think I'm good. Got a uh, got a lot in there today. I think this was I think this was good. This is a yep. good episode. I'm I'm I'm. This is like they're getting better. Like they're definitely getting more fulfilling. Yeah. As we go, <laughs> not like I think we we hit a peak with the Johnny the James episode and then kind of valleyed out a little bit. Yeah, we maybe should have held off on him. We're getting, we're getting back to that peak now. We're, you could definitely go higher than the peak. Right. We'll be fine. But that is all we have for you. As always, feel free to give us a follow on the Instagram at HateToBurstPod to check out all the cool stuff we will be putting out. I swear it is coming. But other than that, good night. Stay safe. If you're driving when you're reading this, or wow, you're reading this. I'm reading this. <laughs> I fucked that one up. <laughs> If you're driving while you are listening to this, I hope if it is snowing or icy that you stay safe and pay attention to the road. But we hope you join us again as we burst more bubbles of life. Thanks, everyone. Peace. You missed two classes and no homework. But your teacher preaches class like it's some kind of jerk.